Hey, this is Pastor Jack C. I want to welcome you to Living with Purpose. Today I'm joined by my beautiful wife of 26 years, Pastor Michelle Pigeon. And uh, we pastor West Houston Christian Center together. And uh, it was really strongly on both of our hearts to really talk about marriage. And uh, we really feel like at this day and time, there just seems to be such an all-out attack uh, from the world, from culture, from society, from you name it. Um, coming against this wonderful, beautiful thing called marriage. And before we really get into it, I wanted us to kind of share each one of us kind of how we came together. You know, we were taught years ago that when you get married, that there should be some sort of a miracle factor involved in it. And uh, for me personally, um, everybody kind of knows my testimony. I came to the Lord about 30, almost 31 years ago, but... um, I did not live the most glamorous uh, relationship-filled life. <laughs> I had a lot of uh, dysfunction in my relationships. And uh, once I got saved, and uh, like I said, that's 31 years ago, I really um, I, I got to know myself first. And uh, I had a good three-year period where I kind of lived alone, and I had never done that before. And uh, I knew that I was going to get married. I knew that Michelle, I didn't know Michelle, but I knew Michelle was in my future. And uh, I really purposed on wanting to get married. It was a godly thing. And uh, sure enough, I went to Bible school and um, I met Michelle probably three weeks into it. And we courted for almost a year. And uh, I think it's very, very important to date somebody for a period of a year so that she could see my character and I could learn hers. And uh, then we got married and we ended up staying in Fort Worth uh, another three years, but uh, we were married for those last three years. We were in Fort Worth and uh, you know, it was so beautiful on our wedding days, Michelle presented me with a book, a diary really, of all of her things that she had been believing for, for a husband. And uh, she presented it to me on that wedding day, and it was kind of her journey on what she was believing for. And I had certain things that I was believing for in a wife. And uh, it was just, it's just, there should be a miracle factor when we came together and we started looking at all the details. You know, we were like, wow, look what the Lord had done. And uh, we've been together for 26 years now, and we have three great kids and pastor a great church. Yes, and, um, you, you know, we're not authorities on this. Mm-mm. No way. Um, but we do have 26 years of experience, and we can tell you some things not to do, along with some things to do uh, on the journey. And we don't have to be experts in something to teach on it. We just have to study the Word on it and then bring our testimony. And that's what we're doing first, is just sharing our testimony. Uh, This is the man who I laugh with and love and live with and and have had the best 26 years of my life. I actually met him and married him at 26. And now I have, you know, like been married for 26 years. So I'm now with him as long as I have not been with him. And to some, that's not very long because there are people that have been married 40, 60 years. But I'm grateful that we can come before you with the Word of God and with our testimony of 26 faithful years and share. And mine, you know, I like to pretend like it's this fairy tale, you know, testimony, but the truth is, is, is what he said is correct. It was a faith project. I so desired to be married, not realizing probably at that time that it was out of a selfish motive, wanting, wanting more and someone to love and take care of me, you know, more about or for me. And that probably wasn't the best thing. But God is so sweet to help us on our journey. And so 
during my time of writing down things I was believing for, he began to minister to me more and more about my character as well. And still, he's been doing that for the last 26 years, because I'll tell you, marriage and even later having kids, best deliverance ministry ever, because all of a sudden you have to be unselfish or you will destroy your own relationships. And I didn't want to do that. But at 26, I met him based on just believing God and seeking him. And in my seeking him, he asked me in my character development to go to Bible school. And so I laid down that big faith project, not not stopping my belief for it, but realizing that the higher desire in my heart needed to be to be determined to seek God and then become all God wanted me to be, be his servant, his child, and then become the wife I needed to be too, almost in preparation before him. Even though I just only did a little bit of that probably in comparison to over the last 28, 26 years. But so we met at Bible school, like he said, and it was a, an interesting scenario where it happened sort of supernaturally as well. And he really had come there with some prophecies and some hope that maybe he would find a wife, which was so sweet. Yeah. I, when I met him at first, was nervous because I thought, oh, if I get into a relationship right away, am I doing what God wanted? But he was so kind to tell me, you made a rash vow when you came out here to just lay that down. But I wasn't asking you to lay it down. I was just asking you to walk it out with me my way, not your way. Yeah. Because I was, I was, I was willing, um, well, I would say this actually, I was obedient to God generally, but I wasn't willing to do everything his way. And that's what he was teaching me. Yeah, so. that's so good. What was important is that both Michelle and I had kind of had a period in our life where we had separated from our families. We were both independent. We were living alone. We were self-supportive. Yeah. You know, it was nice that um, you know, I'd had some time alone to kind of find out who I was, you know, and we'll get into this as we're talking about marriage. But one of the big things that sticks out to me is that Michelle and I, to the best of our ability at that time, were whole. And we weren't looking at marriage as some sort of solution to the right. problems that we were living with. Um, we both knew that going into this, we were both old enough. I was 30, almost 31 by the time we finally did get married and was a little bit more established, had not, you know, the, the mysteries and, and all of the fantasy about marriage. You know, there's such a fantasy that goes along with getting married. And, you know, Hollywood just portrays it as this, just this, this like you said, it's, it's almost like this magical animated series that takes place and, and all that kind of stuff. And it is wonderful and it is a powerful, great thing. But, you know, I, I say this all the time, you know, I was the world's greatest husband until I got married. I was the world's greatest father until I had children. You know, you really can't experience it until you experience it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden what I found was that all of these things that had been inside of me for a long time, everything started to surface at that time. All the selfishness that was in my heart, all of the unforgiveness that was in my heart, all of the traits from past relationships which were very dysfunctional, all started to come out. And like she said, marriage and having children is the world's greatest deliverance ministry because you really, you get purged of, if you're gonna do this right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're, if you're gonna do this right, then there has to come a time where you lay everything at the cross. That's and okay. you just say, Lord, you know, just like you gave yourself for your bride, we're gonna mm -hmm. give ourselves wow. for each other. And there is some, and there, it's a good death that takes place. But marriage is a wonderful thing. Michelle and I feel like there's a couple of different subjects the Lord really wants us to key on over the next uh, several episodes. Today, we want to kind of just barely break into 
this beautiful thing called covenant. Yeah. And, uh, and if I could just say before we go into that topic that even if you didn't come into marriage with a great fantasy story or a fairy tale story, don't worry about it because there's no perfect person out there for you to marry and only one person or we would have a messed up society. It's about you being with someone that is like-minded and faith-filled and, 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 and going on a journey with God. And That's even if so that good. person doesn't know the Lord, you can use your faith for them now to become someone who believes in God if you do. And in addition to that, I wanna say, I did. I got that little aspect of like excitement and joy and maybe like we say fairy tale. Um, but in reality, that was just the beginning. I then had to use my faith for every step of the journey mm -hmm. because it was a process. And I too, when we got married, realized I still had so many things I needed to change to be the kind of person God wanted me to be. Yeah, there just seems to be really just such a unrealistic expectation sure. in worldly marriage of, yeah. you know, you're really taking two people and putting them together and you know, there's no two people on the earth you can put in the same room that they're going to all share the exact same right. ideas, the exact same opinions. Right. You know, the, the the big things though that we agreed on, Michelle and I, as we got married, and we got marriage counseling, and I highly encourage yeah. anyone that's going to get married. I almost look back and say, I wish I would have had more counseling. Yeah, that's because a good you're, the more you're prepared for something, you know, when those tests and trials come, um, the better you're going to be apt to handle them and to deal with them. But if you get hit blindsided with some big life issues, you know, we both knew that we wanted children, but there was a, an area of discrepancy. I know she likes to laugh. You know, I got we got married and I said, I want to have one kid in five years and she wanted to have five kids in one year. Meaning and I know that doesn't make we sense. We wanted to wait but, a year and I wanted to wait just a year and then start having five kids in a row and he wanted to wait five years and maybe have one. Right. But he was very fair and I had three. Yes, but if, had we had we not talked about that, you know, it could have been devastating to her once we got married because it was her greatest dream. Michelle's a fantastic mother. We have three wonderful kids that are right. successful and whole and praising God and you, God. you know in their purpose and plan. And that doesn't just happen by itself. That comes because of careful instruction and teaching and biblical correction and I'm all these types the of things. Falling on the floor, God help me. Yeah, we're, we don't, we didn't raise. We're not perfect people raising perfect kids, but. Michelle and I, one of the great things, see, we agreed on, first and foremost, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Is, not was going to be, but is and is today the, the, the foundation and the Absolutely. source of everything that we do when it comes to our marriage and to our kids. And there are times where Michelle and I, the strains of this world right now, they're out of control. Yeah. The financial strains, the communication strains, there's just, there's so many. It's not a voice of truth right now on the earth. It's the loudest voice that mm -hmm. seems to be getting the most attention. And just because you're the loudest or just because you have the most doesn't necessarily mean that that's the truth. And Michelle and I, we we made a vow before God 26 years ago at Eagle Mountain Church that we would, this covenant would be honored. Yes, absolutely. And And just know that covenant is with God first and then you make a covenant with someone else if you choose to marry and do it under God. And something that's important to say here is that covenant with God always involves hope and love because he is this entity that always has more than enough to give to you even if you only have a little bit to give to him. But if you go into it with the heart like God, when you go into a marriage and covenant with how can I be a blessing to you or just going in even now and wherever you're at in your marriage and saying, what can I do right now, God, in this so covenant good. relationship to 
to begin to use my faith yeah. and whatever abilities I have to bring forth change, to That's bring good. forth more love, to bring forth forgiveness, to bring forth, you know, just uh, your presence if if it's not there in your marriage. So, so good. There's always hope. Yeah, and, and marriage is a wonderful thing. And I think sometimes when we talk about marriage because there's such an attack against it and there's such a negative uh, astigmatism attached to it that, you know, we never really talk about how wonderful that it is, you know, how powerful that union is and we'll get into, it's one of the first things that got established in the garden was mm -hmm. a man and a woman together alone and leaving their mother and father and clinging to his wife. And wow. you know, marriage yeah. is a biblical thing and God knew at the very, very beginning that it was gonna be the center of human relationship in all the earth today. And the reason that there's so much disorder in the earth today is because that one simple act that God created first of a man and a woman and putting them together in a garden, separated and then producing godly offspring. When that thing gets out of order, that's why you see so much chaos in the earth today because we're out of order. We're trying to do things that God created for that marriage relationships, but we do them outside of that marriage relationship. There's really a breaking of covenant that takes place and right. there's all of these negative things that we bring into play because of our own choices and decisions right. and out of ignorance that have, when we do things God's way, then we get godly results. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about covenant is you should be in covenant with God first before you get married. And if you weren't, just right now, you can get in covenant with God by receiving what he gave to you, his son, as your savior and Lord, and begin to receive then from God all he has, and he has everything, owns everything. But the point I said that for is, if you're in a marriage that isn't perfect in fairy tale, you can begin to put pressure, apply pressure on the covenant you have with God and pull on that and access everything you need to begin to see that change and be the fairy tale you want it to be in some ways. Not not like fairy tale, we shouldn't That's use that so word good. so much, but. You know, it's so funny is that, you know, whenever you know, you're in a marriage relationship and maybe it's not a good one, like you're saying, and we are always praying, oh God, change that other person. Oh God, change them, change them. But 99.9% .9 of the time, God's always gonna change yeah. you. And that's why you wanna be in covenant with him first. Because when you're in covenant with God, when you're submitted to him first, then when he brings you instruction, when he brings you correction, when he tells you, husbands, love your wives, you know, all of a sudden we're not looking to blame you know, I'll just give you some statistics that, you know, we know in America that over 50% of the marriages fail in America, both in the church and in the world. We know that 60% of second marriages fail and over 73% of all third marriages fail. That's somebody that's been married three times. Why is that? Because we never really, that person that got married always looked at the other person as being the source of their problems. Mm -hmm. Now, I never look at Michelle is the source of anything that's negative in my life. Whatever is negative in my life, it's because of my own my own choices, my own decisions. Yes, there are pressures that come against marriage, but for the most part, it's my own choices and my own decisions. And if I decide, well, I just can't handle this anymore, my problems, my issues, my decisions, they all go with me. They don't stay with Michelle. So we take that stuff with us, mm. but through our covenant with God, now we can find out, hey, she's not the problem. Men, she's not the problem. I'm the problem. And if there's something in my heart that needs to change to make this marriage a better picture of what God created it to be, then I have to be ready to do that. Hey, we're at the end of the broadcast already. This is number one of a, of several that Join we're, we're going to do together. Yeah, we want to come. We want to be a blessing. Please comment if you have questions about marriage. 
you know, there's just tons of stuff. Michelle and I want to be available to help you. West Houston Christian Center, we're here to help you. We want to be a we blessing you, to your life. Jesus is Lord. We'll see you next week.